Well, hello and welcome to this week's A Photographic Life, our 200th episode. I can hardly believe it myself that we've managed to get this far, but we have. And before I say anything else, I'd like to thank everybody who listens to this podcast, who has said so many positive things about it, which has really encouraged me to keep going. And of course, to all of the photographers who've contributed each week, answering that very simple question, what does photography mean to you, to me, to us, to them? I started out asking that question, I suppose in a way, to try and help me find out what photography meant to me. And after 200 episodes, I think I might be a little bit further towards answering that question myself. But what I do know is that themes have developed. Themes of narrative, of storytelling, of the importance of the personal of the instigation of the passion and the love for photography, most often by the gift of a camera or a book, by a friend, by a colleague, by a family member. These have been the starting points for lives lived with the photographic medium. Very rarely over those 200 episodes have we spoken about cameras I don't think we've ever spoken about anything to do with technique, the how. What we've been interested in is the why. And it's the why that for me is so engaging. It's what makes me keep returning to photography, reading about it, looking at work, new work, old work, rediscovered work. The why for me is the most important question that any photographer can ask. I suppose in a way the camera provides some kind of an answer. But maybe in that answer there are more questions. All I know is that I continue to be enthralled every week by the photographers who answer that question for us. Now, in this 200th episode, what I decided to do was to look back and put together, I suppose, a supercut, a super edit of a range of different photographers who've contributed to us. Sometimes I've taken just a line from their contribution, other times a little bit longer, to try and create a new super answer to that question. Only you will know if I've succeeded and if this works, but it certainly seems to make some kind of sense to me. So the photographers you're going to hear from today in this podcast in order are the late Tom Stoddart, Daniel Meadows, Alice Tomlinson, Elona Langbroke, Ashley Coleman, David Rothenberg, The Guzman, Harry Borden, Fabio Ponzio, Jason Langer, Kenneth Jarak, Catherine McDade, Jill Haynes, Mark Klett, Greg Marinovich, Paul Lowe, Anna Boyazis, Andrew Jackson, Jeremy Nickel, Simon Roberts, Yukari Chikura, Polly Alderton, Seamus Murphy, Sirka Continen, Yal Martinez, Venetia Dearden, Derek Ridges, Dan Byrne Forty, David Eustace, Julia Fullerton Batten, 
J.M. Golding, Stephen Dupont, Tim Davis, Robin Trachtenberg, Ruth Lauer, Manetti, Richard Ansett, Ruben Wu, Pixie Liao, Paul Russell, Mona Kuhn, Melissa Breyer, Buku Saka, Chris Floyd, Alice Tomlinson again, Aaron Turner, A.D. Coleman, Brian Griffin, Claire Thomas, Cathal McNaughton, Craig Easton, Daffid Jones, Dana Singer, Ed Cashy, Jim Mortram, Daniel Meadows again, David Eustace again, Art Streber, Tom Oldham, and finally, Claire Strand. Enjoy! To take a photograph is to align the head, the eye and the heart. It's a way of life. What does photography mean to me? 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 We're still trying to figure it out. But in any case, we'll just talk about areas that we think it might be. Photography has meant different things to me at different times in my life. My life has been anything but linear. And at times I have struggled to make sense of it. For me, living a photographic life means that I continually return to my camera to explore the world around me and who I am as I go through life's different chapters. At first, it was it was a vehicle. It was uh, a way to get from one place to the other. It was just uh, a rental car. You know, rent a car and drive. Drive it like it was stolen. Drive it till the wheels f- fall off. That's uh, that's what it was, you know. It's it was uh, it, it was an excuse to go anywhere and do anything and and have a front row seat to uh, whatever was of interest to me. I was shy, a bit awkward, very self conscious about my appearance, but I didn't want to be watching from the edge. I wanted to be in amongst it all. Photography gave me that power. It gave me a way to be up close with the clique, yet remain kind of hidden. Behind a camera, I felt safe. I felt protected. And of course, being a photographer gave me a role to play. One I was much more confident in than just dressing up and looking good. I was given a camera, and the moment I saw the world through the lens, I became obsessed. I could create a new world through the camera. I could navigate the world in front of me through my images. As a photographer, you belonged to a larger group and if you were going to belong to this larger group and participate in it, you had a, an obligation, a responsibility to say something. For me, the key thing about photography that lasts, that's important, is either on the one hand, personal work that records your family, your history, your friends, that kind of stuff. And the other is documentary work that's set in context, historical, political, news even, well contextualized, thought through, and not just treated as a sensationalist media, which photography so often can be. And I think one of photography's really unique capabilities as a medium that perhaps marks it out uh, in some ways as special is its ability to pay attention to things that would otherwise go unnoticed. I aim to elicit compassion and bring our shared humanity to the fore. I view and experience this work as an act of empathy. Going inside my subjects' lives and entering their physical and emotional worlds has transformed and refined my ability to see. Photography for me is a realization that I'm attempting to, that what I'm attempting to do is to find new pathways of representation. 
It's my way of communicating with the world. Without it, I literally wouldn't know what to do with myself. It gives my life meaning because when I find something that I feel people should know about, I photograph it and then try to get it published. It seems to me that places, events and ideas are continually reframed, redrawn and renegotiated depending on the social, political or artistic viewpoint of the individual. We all have our own unique biography and stance, thereby bringing a unique perspective to the subject we are representing. Photography is a way to weave my feelings without using words. From an early age, I was not very good at talking to people. Naturally, I wanted to find another way to express myself. I think I've always been more comfortable as a spectator rather than or as a spectator rather than a sort of participant in life. Um, I really seem to notice little things. Photography always involves me going down the rabbit hole, driven by a curiosity of something beyond myself. But it's always deeply personal because it comes from my psychology. It's seeing for myself how other people and places think and feel and operate. From this I have learned about myself. It captures something very specific and intimate. And yet we, the audience, can take ownership of the images and read our own lives into them. These may become stories that the photographer can't walk away from either. And I truly believe that when photography engages with education, culture and politics, we can create a better world with different voices and perspectives. Like most photographers I know and respect, it takes hard graft. You have to inhabit the journey 100% to really make it happen. And as with any creative journey, tenacity, commitment and self-belief are vital ingredients. Photography gradually took over my life. A bit like the portal in the film Being John Malkovich. I fell into photography and my life was never quite the same again. Everything that I've always been trying to do with photography, without actually really realising it, but is a desire to try and capture the world as if I'm like an alien who's just landed on the planet and is walking around, seeing everything for the first time and going, whoa, what is that? Uh, and, and also it's, it's opened my mind to so many things. Uh, it's probably the most difficult thing I've ever practised uh, as it's a constant battle with myself. It's a way, photography is a way to find a release and face, face it and deal with it. As much as I know intellectually that there are solid reasons in physics and chemistry that photographs exist, I still experience them as a form of magic, as an alchemy that turns light into images. Photographs aren't magical just because they reproduce reality. To me, they're all the more magical because they transform reality. There is nothing more exciting than scrolling over the film strips through a loop and being surprised by a great moment that appears in front of me. Your camera's a great listener. You can tell your camera pretty much anything. As long as there's enough light on, it nods and understands. It hangs around your neck and holds your hand. In my case, the camera has been the key that's unlocked the door to people and places I would have never been exposed to. And when you experience something in the present moment, you, you yourself are present. You feel present in your life and in life. The act of photographing someone rationalizes the need in me to intimately connect 
to people that feels less possible otherwise. It's an exploration of the world. I feel a detachment from. And all of a sudden, I had a new way of showing a landscape which only previously existed inside my imagination, like stills from films that don't exist. Photography is an easy medium. It seems so easy. It reminded me of the time when I picked up a bass because I thought it was the easiest instrument to play in a band. Well, it was not. So I've been doing photography for over 20 years, really, without having an awful lot to show for it. My works are not meant to be of this time, but to transcend in its basic form the elements of time. So in that regard, photography is like this impossible mirror for contemplating my internal ecosystem, if you will. It's like my photos are not like bright and happy. Um, I seek out scenes that are beautiful and rich, but they're not afraid of the dark. It is a way of trying to understand something, a way to explain to myself an idea, a world, a way of reconciling, a way of exploring something I don't know that I'm curious about. I have a I have a, a dual relationship with it in that it has given me everything I have in my life um, and it has opened all the doors that I wanted it to open when I first began. However, that being said, the actual act of doing photography fill, fills me with um, a terrible consuming anxiety. I think I first started photography picked up a camera because for me it was about satisfying curiosity and finding out about the unknown and taking me away really from what was comfortable what was my everyday life you can profit from a negative and make it a positive the subject is not beautiful in the sense of living in it but beauty is being alive I consider it a good thing that an evolving technology has enabled everyone or at least everyone with access to a smartphone and the internet to communicate visually with no special training, skill set or equipment necessary. Uh, I'm Brian Griffin and uh, I'm one of the most boring photographers on earth. Don't even really like photography that much. Well, photography means a great deal to me and has become a very big part of my life. Uh, photography was my life but uh, now today I would say it's part of my life I'm a photographer it's how I engage with the world it's uh, it's how I engage with life but photography is something I use to communicate I share exhibit and publish other people's opinions have always interested me even when negative but pictures are needed so there's this sense of organizing and a sense of safety I think in kind of creating a container for your thoughts. I can use this idea of visual storytelling uh, to capture issues and capture stories that I think are important and then share it with the world. You know, it's it's interesting. Photography is like a, a universe unto itself. And I know we're living in an age now uh, in 2018 where, you know, everybody's a photographer and, and everyone has a smartphone. And while that is true that virtually anyone on 
on earth can make pictures and be a photographer. There's something about having um, not just skills, but the training to understand, you know, what are my responsibilities as a photographer and uh, what, what, how can I use it to have a deeper impact? The information that photographs contain are the key for our future selves to stop us repeating these mistakes. We have to have some solidarity, some community, some care, and make our pictures with love. Always treat people as individuals, never as types. And read Let Us Now Praise Famous Men by James Agee and Walker Evans, because it's the Bible. Uh, so what does photography mean to me? Uh probably memories. Photography is posterity. History documented one moment at a time. One thing that's for certain, the Helsinki bus station theory reigns supreme. These stories have little relevance to the work I make as an artist, yet they are a series of stories that through chance and happenstance have perhaps brought me to where I am now. Once again, I'd like to thank all of the contributors to this podcast, without which we wouldn't have all of that incredible insight. 200 episodes in, but don't worry, I'm not going to stop. We've got a whole year ahead of us of incredible photographers, again, ready to contribute. But also, as we all know, every week something happens that's worth commenting on or worth us reflecting upon. I'm going to keep doing that, so have no fear. A photographic life is not coming to an end. However, I am launching a new podcast series. It's titled In Search of Bill J. My name is Bill J. And I am talking to you from Tempe, Arizona. When I saw a bunch of photographs which I didn't understand... Uh, then I would contact the photographer. My memory is that it was just a ring at the door, you, you know, and suddenly there was this guy. I came into the room and I looked the guy up and down and said, hmm, this is an interesting character. The reason I accepted your offer to be included here is because I hold the guy in such high regard. I personally think he's the most interesting writer there's been on photography. He owed a lot of money and um, he just got out of everything. He escaped. He was a lone voice in America. He was a beacon of hope, really. He was an evangelist. Bill was a catalyst for all of us. He was the flame that started it all. unintelligible and so it should be in search of bill j will be available on all the usual podcast platforms and at united nations of photography.com over the coming weeks well in fact as soon as i start recording it i'm recording this episode whilst the situation is as uncertain as it has been for many weeks now in the ukraine by the time you listen to this podcast we will know more but at this point, the only thing I can say to everybody living in that country, all of the photographers, the filmmakers, the journalists who are reporting back from the Ukraine and telling us what's going on, that vital work, it seems not enough 
to use these words. And in fact, it's not enough. It's all I can say. Take care.